Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. This is Maria Lessitz and Jen Williams for a Law of Attraction Astrology Reading for Lisa Vermeil Sinanian. For the whole entire year of 2016, it is January 21st, 2016, and we are ready to rock and roll. So I'm going to pass the baton over to Jen, and here's your reading. Oh, thanks very much, Maria. Um, hi, Lisa. You know, it's, it's been so interesting looking at your chart because there, <laughs> there are quite a few intriguing things I see, and I'd like to talk a little bit about your actual uh, birth chart, your horoscope, before I go into what's coming up for 2016. Now, um, do I understand correctly, you had an astrology reading quite a long time ago? So you, you yeah. had one before. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't know if it was astrology reading. It was, I, I think, a psychic. Is that the same? Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I, uh, no, but some people are psychics and astrologers. So there there could have been elements of both in it. Oh, so okay. I just... I wasn't sure, you know, how familiar you were with terminology, but I'm going to proceed uh, on the basis of, you know, that you don't really know anything about astrology, and that's fine. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I wanted to, to talk about the fact, well, right off the bat, you're an Aries. I'm sure you knew that by now. Yeah. But um, <laughs> you're right, your, your sun, which is in the sign of Aries, is right in the middle of a sign. And that particular place in the zodiac has along with three other places, has been undergoing some very, very intense pressure from, I'd say, 2012 to 2015. And where yours is, I'd say um, you, I'd be surprised if you weren't undergoing some difficulty in the last, say, year and a half. Because what's been happening, there's this big focus of energy going on that um, I've been calling the big squeeze, and it has been the talk of astrology since 2012, and it, it's over now. It's fading out now. But um, I can see you were sort of right in the crosshairs for the end of that, which would have been, oh, last year sometime, maybe March or April. And uh, so, you know, so I just want to let you know, if you are having difficulty of any kind, and I'd be really surprised to hear you weren't, the worst of it is over, and that's that's fading out. So you're, you know, if it seemed like the end of the world was happening, that's, that's over. A, that's an understatement, yes. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, true. you hear that all over from people who are uh, Aries, Libras, Cancers, and Capricorns, because they're all the ones getting affected by this huge, huge aspect. And uh, it's the one that start, It actually started in the 60s, and this is like the next cycle of it. It's a long, long, long aspect, but it's very, very intense. So, and it caused a lot of difficulty in our people, in people's lives. You know, it's just, it, it's the two, you know, most outer planets at their most intense. So, again, the worst of it is over. And, you know, what's going to be happening in the future is sort of, you know, rebuilding, 
you know, healing from the inside out, you know, making adjustments to, to sort of accommodate, you know, what's already happened. But I wanted to point that out to you because your yours was so right in the crosshairs of that. I said, oh, goodness gracious. Too bad I, I didn't know her a few years ago. <laughs> Maybe I could have been of some assistance while it was actually happening. Yeah, it's been rough. Yeah, it has. It has for a lot of people. And it's also uh, been rough for the whole world, you know, because culturally, you know, we all feel that. You know, collectively, we feel it. And, you know, you can see it in the news for the last three or four years. It's been a mess. It's been yeah. a mess. Yeah. So, so again, the worst of it's over. You know, okay, now, now and no. they say now the healing begins. So, and I, I wanted to ask you, I see something in your chart. It's um the way four planets interact together that looks like, the, the first thing I would think of when I see this is somebody who's artistic. It's like there, there seems to be a degree of, like, sensitivity and ability with art and sort of um, kind of a special kind of inspiration. Because that would be me. I'm a hairdresser. Yeah, hairdresser. Well, that certainly calls for, you know, art and sensitivity, you know, mm-hmm. in big ways. Um, but did you ever, like, write poetry, paint, play music? Not really. I like to paint. I don't paint, but um, I've always wanted to. And ah. I took up music in high school or, gra- or middle school, but nothing major. Right. Well, you know, the impulse to want to paint, I would say, you know, that I think you would really surprise yourself if you undertook, you know, a, a, a project like that. It could could also be something like photography, painting, music, poetry, any any of the artsy kind of thing. You know, and of course, I'm sure it influences, you know, your hairdressing as well. That's right. actually really nice. And I'd also be, I wouldn't be surprised to hear, you know, and I don't say this lightly, um, you had some psychic ability. Like even mildly or like weird things you've noticed off and on. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, true. it's very clear. It's very clear what's going on, so... That's true. Yeah. And she could leverage okay. even that that psychic ability. I mean, if she used the artistry, the psychic ability sure. in, in something that she was doing for a living, correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you know, and I think that's a lot of, you know, what art is, is there's a certain ability to psychically tap into something in the cosmos for inspiration. You know, it doesn't just come out of the blue. You know, right. it just does, it, it's coming from somewhere. And I suspect most of, you know, like the great artists probably also had some degree of psychic psychic uh, ability as well. But this looks, this is it's quite intense, I have to say. I mean, that really just kind of stood out and I was like, ooh, somebody okay. might have, um, you know, so, you know, there might be avenues you want to pursue in that regard as well. I mean, okay. you could, you might be interested in doing astrology. You could read tarot cards. You could do palmistry. Okay. You know, and it might be kind of a, a fun hobby to pursue. I mean, I don't think necessarily you'd want to, you know, embark out on a career in it. But, to you know, to take up something like that as a hobby, I think you'd find it um, um, engaging. Okay. Engaging. And you want to you practice your skills, too, if you have any interest in that area. You know, it's, okay. it's just for you, it's just a matter of practice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. 
Now, Jen, you were saying that, um, you know, she's an Aries, but um, maybe it would be helpful to uh, tell Lisa about the uh, rising sign, because we all oh, have yes. different signs. It's not just our sun sign, it's the rising sign. Right. So tell Lisa a little bit about that and what each one pertains to. Right. Well, your uh, sun is an Aries, as I said. Your moon is in the sign of Python, which is very, very uh, sensitive. And that's one of the planets that's tied into this configuration that, you know, leads me to believe you have psychic ability, too. Because the moon is all about, it's like your emotions and your feelings yeah, and yeah, uh, your ability to, to tap into things as well. And uh, your rising sign is Scorpio. Now, that means that's the, uh, the sign that was on the horizon when you were born, and that's called your rising sign or your ascended sign. Okay. And Scorpio rising... Um, I'm quite familiar with it. My partner is a Scorpio rising, so I get lots of experience. And I know quite a few people who are as well. And there's, um, uh, I usually say proclivity, but there's actually a need for a certain amount of drama. You know, um, some people might think you're too dramatic, overdramatic, you know, but there's there's an actual sort of emotional need for it. it, it and I'm not quite sure what drives it. I'm not sure if it's if it's a way of engaging, you know, the self with the world or if it's about emotional outlet. But um but I wouldn't you know, I don't see it as a character flaw at all. Right. It's just sort of like it's just the way you are. Okay. I don't really like drama, like I shy away from it. I don't like drama. Oh that's that's good. Well I mean it could take other it could take, you know, other flavors as well. I mean, there may be a need for intensity instead of drama. It's like, like you might not really like superficial small talk with people. You know, you yeah. want to, you want to get right to it and get to know yeah. them. I got no patience. Yeah. Like I got no time for bullshit. Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's, that's per- that is totally Scorpio. They're just, they're just not into the superficial stuff. They want to get right to the, to the real meat of it too. So that could be where it's coming up. I'm sending glad to hear that drama queen. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah, because we have enough drama queen in this world. You know, but yeah. but but the more I study astrology, the more I understand um, why why it is. You know, because okay. I'm, I'm like you. I'm just not interested in drama in the slightest. Just not no, there. I got no time for that. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Yeah. <laughs> so, but the intensity. You know, there are other indications of emotional uh, intensity in your chart. And I see that as a good thing because, because that's where, you know, your emotions are, are what make you you, yeah. you know. And we live in a world that is so incredibly superficial that, that those of us, you know, with tendencies towards emotional intensity, you know, are often looked on as, you know, oddballs or something like that. But, but you know, just be aware that there's nothing um, wrong with it. You know, okay. it's a good thing, and it can be absolutely used to your advantage. And I, by that, you know, I don't mean you know manipulating people or anything like that, but can be you know cultivated, you know, in your own you know growth. Okay. And let me just let me just kind of pipe in here about the emotional intensity. Um, you know, Lisa, when when we have, uh, you know, I'm sure the emotional intensity resonates with you. That emotional intensity that you can feel that you always have to make. 
how you feel or how good you feel your number one priority. So if it's an emotional intensity that feels really bad or feels off or feels frustrating or, you know, you're really, maybe there's even an anger, there's a way from a law of attraction standpoint, what I mean by that is, you know, the law of attraction, what we think and feel creates our reality. There's a way to pivot, to deliberately choose something that brings us relief. You know, maybe if somebody with a Scorpio rising, you could tell me if I'm wrong, Jen, you know, if there's yeah. emotional intensity, to let it out, to vent to someone, right. to get it off your chest, but then to yeah. pivot to what you're grateful for, then to turn the focus to the things that you do love about your life, that are your blessings in your life, so that you're making sure that doesn't take over your life, the emotional intensity. Does that, did that make sense? Yes, very much so. Okay. Yeah. Right, and also I'd like to add, if you can channel the emotional intensity into a positive feeling, oh my right. God, I I can see potential for, you know, really great things here, you know, because you've got sort of the focus and the sort of organic power behind it. Okay. Yeah. Oh boy, that's exciting. I am very focused. Good. Yeah. Good. That's excellent. Yeah, I can see that too. That's probably the Scorpio rising. Okay, good. So, all right. Yep. Do you have any questions so far, Lisa? Because this is just the beginning, baby. Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm just listening. I'm I'm taking everything in and, you know, good. listening to both of you. Okay. Good. Good. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about uh, what we call transits, the way the planets are moving and affecting your own personal horoscope. I'm not going to list the actual planets involved in the transits, but I have them if you're interested. I'm, what I'm going to do is just sort of offer ideas about um, the energy they're offering, you know, okay. for you to uh, be aware of, to access, you know, to make use of. So now I have to say the first quarter is jam-packed. There's a lot going on. And uh, quite a lot of it is is um, quite positive. And, okay. you know, there is also some um, intensity, but but in a good way. But, okay. So what I'll do is I'm just going to go through, what I'm going to go through is I'm going to, I have about two sentences for each one. If okay. there's one that catches your attention and you want to talk about, you know, just okay. stop us and Marie and I will, will take it and run. Okay? Okay. okay. So uh, first, first quarter 2016, January, February, March, there are opportunities to express, express emotions powerfully. It's funny, it's interesting, it's ramping up what's already in your chart. Uh, or tap into them. It's a good time to clear up past misunderstandings. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, the the next one is there's a task involved. Certain aspects involved, like there's there's something the universe is calling you to do. And in this one, it's tap into the ability to compromise. Uh, you have to. There may be some impatience maybe some impulses to um, dominate or have your way, or you may be feeling like other people are trying to do that to you. Sometimes it's hard to see which way it's going to come in. So so the ability to compromise and also the ability to kind of step back and realize if, if you feel like somebody is trying to wield power over you or dominate you, it, it's all about them. Right. It's all about them. Yes, I, I agree. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, okay. There are. Uh, I'm sorry. Did you want to 
ask a question? Nope. No, I'm listening. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, there are times of concentrated creativity and intuition. Again, what's interesting is this aspect the planets are making uh, is, is similar to the one you have in your chart. So that thing I said about psychic and artistic intensity is really being ramped up in the first quarter, probably January, February, you know, okay. especially. And again, times of concentrated creativity and intuition, great time to explore art, spirituality, even things like meditation, or any of those sort of, you know, psychically oriented hobbies I mentioned, you know, tarot cards, palmistry, any, anything like that, channeling, anything okay. like that. That would, be, that would be great this quarter, especially um, early on. Okay. Uh, there's, there's also uh, energy for kind of a fun roller coaster ride. You know, changes might be coming and they might be happening really fast, but they look quite uh, positive. It's concentrated energy for innovation, for trying new things. And that okay. also ties into what I just said. Oh, boy. Okay. You know, it's funny. I didn't make the connection until I started reading this list, but, okay. but uh, that looks like it could be really good. Okay. Uh, there's uh, opportunities for cultivating balance between work and home. Okay. Uh, it's good for work, for like if you have tasks you need to attend to, you know, you can get right to them. And there also may be some recognition for hard work, you okay. know, or you may feel like your hard work is paying off finally. Okay. So, good. Okay. All right. There's another really uh, splendid transit coming up that's all about luck and love and money. It's also great for, for socializing and family gatherings. Uh, take advantage of opportunities that come your way. Uh, when the planet Jupiter is involved, as it is in this transit, sometimes uh, it just kind of showers you with stuff, but sometimes it, it offers opportunities, and you have to sort of kind of recognize them and grab them when they come your way. Okay. So that's, you know, so it's not necessarily just waiting around for things to happen. Sometimes if you see something kind of happen, you go, oh, I can take advantage of that. You know, that's the time to act. Okay. That's the time to act. Uh, there's uh, times of deep intuition. You can inspire others with your, your thoughts and ideas. There's opportunities to uh, pursue spiritual and creative interests. Again, so I see Again. a theme developing here. Okay. Um, uh, there's another task. And it's similar to the one I mentioned before. Find the balance between emotional needs and work. And there's, there was just something about uh, balance between work and home life. Uh, energy for growth, for maturity, um, maybe some growing pains. But, you know, who among us never has those? Um, if you find things a little bumpy, it just means you need to make some adjustments. Okay, now yeah. there's also maybe an urge to kind of break out and explore new and exciting pursuits. And here's uh, a place where you really want to go with the flow and embrace change and uh, don't hang on to the past because, it, you know, you need to unload the old stuff so you can let the new stuff in. And there's, okay. this, is, this is sort of like the kind of, the kind of energy that will absolutely help with that. You know, so if you had any inkling that there's, you know, emotional baggage, for example, you wanted to let go of, or even like, stuff around the house you want to get rid of, you know, uh, now's the time to unload it. 
Okay. Get rid of it because there's like there's sort of like cosmic backup for those kinds of actions. Okay. Yeah, and I would, I really want to pipe in here, especially on what Jen just said, because it's so powerful. Don't hang on to the past. Unload stuff. You know, unload all that emotional baggage. I mean, that's something that I do with all my clients, helping them to unload that emotional baggage. Wouldn't you say, Jen? Absolutely. <laughs> and, and, oh, God. If if you unload the past and you unload all that emotional baggage by choosing to do so, and you know, you, of course, you have to work through that. It's a process. It it just frees up your yeah. present and your future because let's face it, emotional baggage weighs you down. So even even during the bumps of life when things happen to all of us, if you have emotional baggage that is from the past, it's going to make those bumps feel even worse. So yeah. there needs to be, and, and the way Jen's talking about your first quarter, it actually sounds pretty darn good. It, yeah. There's there's this cosmic energy that's going to help you to to attract more things that you want. You got to one remember that, and you also got to do the inner work of just saying, okay, I've got to find the balance, like she said, between emotional needs, you know, your yeah. emotional needs, and I've got to do what makes me feel good. I've got to reach for a feeling of relief, and I have to let go of the things that aren't serving me. That, that and I think there's going to be a theme in this in this session about even the unloading of the things that don't serve you because that's a really powerful inner work thing to do yes i agree yeah i know exactly what that means (laughs) (laughs) stepmother and mother (laughs) (laughs) yeah i got it (laughs) well that's that's interesting that you mentioned that because the next item that comes up involves a task and that is diplomacy so uh, you may you may have an urge to kind of shoot off your mouth. Oh, I've done Believe that already. Believe me, <laughs> I, I, you and me both. I, I have yeah, the same I, thing. I've done I have that to already. Be careful. <laughs> yeah. But my mother used to call me smart mouth, you know, because it yeah. was out of my mouth before I could stop it, you know. But practice, practice. It's process. Practice thinking before you speak. Uh, practice employing restraint, you know, just kind of taking a breath. You know, before, before sort of just being reactive. You know, it's a ma- it's just a matter of slowing down. So you know, and, and and Lisa, I, let me say something about that with like being diplomatic. Like I, yeah. I mean, I'm known as somebody who could be very diplomatic. Like I, I don't, you know, Liz. On the other hand, she just basically, <laughs> I guess it, I, th- I guess it runs in the family. She just yeah. will say whatever the hell's in her brain. Boom, well, mouth. My, there my it is. My husband always says, "I shoot first and ask later." Yep. There you go. Yep. There you go. But one yep. of the things that I have learned that really works, um, even with my folks, when there's things that are going on there and, and they could really aggravate me, especially if my father can, okay, he could really aggravate me, um, I'll just sometimes say no comment. And, and, right. and by saying no comment, yeah. it's just kind of putting it to bed. I, I don't, I'm not going to talk about it anymore. I'm You're not going to get me frustrated. Right. You're just, right. I get it. So, you know, that's, that, that would be kind of diplomatic, but still very um, abrupt. Like, I think a Scorpio, you could tell me if I'm right, Jen, rising Scorpio could be very abrupt to the point. Oh, yes, a, Cap, yes, a Capricorn yes. has that, too. You know, I'm yes. not going to be going into this whole long dramatic thing with anybody. It's like, oh, no comment, next. So right. that's yep. just something. Okay. Just wanted to yeah, share yes. that, if it's helpful. Yeah, that boy, I could Thank use you. that, too. No comment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. 
Uh, another, let me see what's going on here. Boy, uh, I have a few more for the first quarter here. Now, I have to say you have a jam-packed first quarter. The, the rest of the quarters aren't quite this full. So this, this one's sort of like setting the theme for the year, and then you can kind of ride on its coattails for the rest of the year. Uh, the next one, uh, great for making progress in your endeavors. Now, it involves the planet Saturn, and Saturn is often, you know, people say, well, you have to work hard. Saturn's all about hard work. But I think instead of hard work, try focus, you know, because that's really, you know, what it boils down to. And and it's great for stability as well. So and I think you also said you have uh, the ability to focus really well. And I can yes, see I that. Yes, I do. I chart. put my mind to that's something. Great. I do it. It gets done. It's I'm organized. I'm on the ball. It's, yeah. Oh, I'm excellent. very focused. Okay. Well, you'll have kind of extra help for that in the first quarter. Oh, Okay. So it will make things, you know, feel like they're rolling along, yeah, you know, if you just absolutely. keep your focus. Oh, that's yeah. excellent. And let me just share something about the hard work thing. Again, from a law of attraction standpoint, what we affirm, we tend to manifest. So if we'll right. say, oh, I have to work hard in order to get this, or things are really hard and they just seem harder and harder, well, that, that's an energy that we're putting out there that the universe, the cosmic, you know, energy out there hears and it actually right. will continue to perpetuate hard. This is hard. This is hard. Right. So what so I recommend to my out. clients is affirm something different. Like I have a client who's 150 pounds overweight. That's how much she's overweight, okay? And she's a younger woman, and she'll always say, oh, it's just such hard work, and oh, it just keeps on getting harder. And I, so we came up with an affirmation. It may seem hard right now, but it keeps on getting easier and easier. <laughs> and she and she really liked that because she, in other words, it's 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 recognizing that she appear it feels a little hard, but she's also affirming and saying to the universe, hey, it's going to keep on getting easier and easier. Which then the universe goes, oh, she's open to easier. Let me give that to her. Yeah. Right. So it's what you put out is what you get back. Exactly. Exactly. Right, and it's it's also what you name things. See, I was telling Maria the other night, I have a friend uh, from high school who I'd gotten back in touch with, I think back in the 90s, and we were emailing back and forth, and she was always complaining about what a spaz she was. And what was her email address? Spazzy girl. Oh, I'm like, geez. well, stop calling yourself spazzy girl, first of all. Right. You know, so it's, it's sometimes it. it's, what, it's what you name things. Okay. But, but again, I like turning turning focus away from hard work and onto focus instead. Okay. You know, because we don't, you know, there's our our culture, you know, has this idea that you can't get anything except if you work hard for it. You know, and okay. I think that's affected all of us without a doubt. Okay. You know, so so we have to kind of shake that off and find another way to make things happen other than, you know, putting your nose to the grindstone. Because how pleasant is that? Very pleasant. I know, even that expression, putting your nose to the grindstone. I'm like, oh, are you kidding me? Yeah, you know, and, and again, that's something that, like, my clients who want to grow their own business or have their own business, you know, when they come to me. Now, not all coaches are like this, but I feel that this is going to work the best for my clients. I don't believe that I have to say, okay, you got to work hard. you got to do this many hours. you got to do – I say, okay, let's find a way that you can market your business or take steps towards your business that are fun. If you make it fun, you won't procrastinate it. If you make it something that brings you joy – Work. Right. It, 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 it won't feel like work anymore. Exactly. Right. 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 Makes sense. Okay. Right, right. 
Okay, now uh, along towards, we're getting towards the end of this quarter, I'd say end of February, it's March, there is energy for a, a power boost. You'll feel like you can move mountains. Okay. You know, there's this, there's this feeling of ability. Just don't steamroll over everybody, you know. You <laughs> <laughs> get okay. and Jupiter together and it's like, here comes the steamroller. You know, so you want to, you know, apply it in a forward direction. Okay. Uh, there's also uh, energy for um, job and career improvements, especially if you're going back to explore something again, you know, or you're going back to something you did before because this, this planet is moving backwards into your kind of job and career sector. So, you know, if there's anything you want to re-explore, this is a good time for that. Okay. Hmm. Does that resonate for you, Lisa? Yeah, because actually um, I got I got the job through the school for the lunch aid position, which I should be starting in February. Ooh, oh, okay. I just oh, have fair. to fill out my paperwork and get fr- fingerprinted and... Uh, she called me a couple of days ago about that. So I'm actually in the process of getting all my paperwork ready to go and my physical. Okay. And so I should, I think I will be starting in February. Okay, oh, great. that's what, fabulous. What kind of job is it? It's a lunch aid position in the school, but it's great for me because I can get my son to school. I work a couple hours oh. a day. Then I'm back to pick him up. When he's off of school, I'm off. Um, oh, how cool is that? The summers I'll be off, and then I can work at the hair salon I'm just going to do on Saturday. So I'm going to do only oh, Saturday. Oh, that's great. So um, it, it works. When he has a half a day, then I don't do the lunch. So it, it works that I'm available oh. for my son. Oh, terrific. Boy, how so, cool is that? Yeah, See, it's that, good. That's what happens when Jupiter gets involved. You know, I've been things, waiting things for this, work out. I've been waiting for this job for a long time, and it finally came through. Oh, oh see, oh, there's nice there's that Jupiter aspect already, Jen, that that, that kind of luck yeah. that you were saying that's working in the first quarter, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I had an interesting situation when I had Jupiter in the same spot back in about 2000. Um, uh, a boss that we all hated left for another job. Oh, see? <laughs> and we, were, we were just, we were so thrilled. It was just like, oh, that's Jupiter doing something you might not expect. You always think it's going to be like, you getting a new job or something like that. But in this case, it was something totally different. And then, then I had Saturn come along and I got a promotion. So it was a very oh. interesting series of events in that spot in my chart. Oh. Um, now, what's also interesting, there's a solar eclipse on March 8th that's okay. going to be affecting uh, your planet Mercury, which is one of those planets in the configuration uh, that I talked about, you know, artistic and psychic ability. So that might open some opportunities for you. You know, that might, you know, you might get an idea of something you'd be interested in pursuing. You know, so so around that time, again, that's around March 8th, you know, you just sort of want to be aware of energies that are coming in, you know, things that are catching your interest in that respect. You know, and you and know what can help, Lisa? I'm sorry, Jen. I just want to say, you know what can help for that? When when you get any type of intuition or creative ideas or anything, just have a book by yourself, like some kind of a yeah. little journal. You just write some of those things down. doesn't mean that you have to act on it right away. I know that you always say that you know there's not enough time to do things, but believe me, if you were to yeah. just write them down, and then you might be able to carve out that time to just take a little time to think about it, to work on it, you'd be amazed at what you'd be able to create. Okay. 
Do you right. have any desire, and, Lisa, to have your own business at all? Like in terms of like, I know the hair salon, you were doing the hair for a long time, even more so than Saturday. But um, do you have a desire to be your own boss? I don't know. I don't, I don't think much anymore. I mean, maybe as my son gets older and then I would be able to work more hours and he would be, you know, in college. And, you know, like then I can kind of get myself, myself – Focus back on myself because I've been so busy with my son. It's him first. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of on the back burner now. But in, in the future, I, maybe I could say maybe. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I could right see now. that. I, I could see in your horoscope where you might want to be kind of self-driven yeah, you know, I, instead of having a boss. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Not everybody's like that. You'd be surprised. Yeah. So, okay. uh, oh, the other thing I wanted to say, you know, if you do pursue any of these sort of psychic and creative things, they should be fun and engaging. You know, they okay. shouldn't feel like a chore. Okay. Because that, that's really where the energy flows is when it's fun and engaging. Okay. Okay. Uh, now, there's uh, only two more things I want to talk about for the first quarter. There are sort of these long-range background influences happening. And there's two. Uh, one is uh, a, there's a new focus on stability and reliability. Uh, slow down and reassess. Take stock of your goals and ambitions, like we were talking right. about. Thinking about, you know, if in the future, you know, right. you want to be your own boss. So, right. And the other is uh, you have an ability to shine. You know, embrace your talents. Boy, this is funny, considering what we were just talking about. Artistic projects should be rewarding. Lots of energy for support from your loved ones if you need it. You know, like if you you decide to engage in any of these pursuits, you know, people might go, oh, my God, that's really cool. Okay. You know, and let me like, say, well, let me let me nuts. say something about. I'm sorry. Let me say something about that. I get very excited when I hear this stuff. So, <laughs> so, so, Lisa, yeah. even though time can be, you know, especially with Nikki and whatnot, you know, you can have a very packed schedule. On those beautiful moments where you have a moment of free time, right? This is where, for these the first quarter, especially after everything that Jen said, you can leverage those moments, even though you might say, "Oh my God, I'm exhausted," but leverage those moments to think about these things that are fun and engaging or the artistic, like in other words, it could actually be a pivotal thing for you because if it's something that is tapping into that artistry in you or tapping into that intuition, it won't feel hard work. It won't feel like you need a break from it. You'll be like, oh my God, you know, let me take this moment to write that down in the journal. Let me take this moment to dream about this particular thing that I might be able to do in the future. That actually can make you feel more ener- energetic because right. you're, you're working on something that's intuitively in you. In other words, that you desire to have. So yeah. just so, just so you know that sometimes you know, when people say to me, my physician clients will say, I don't have enough time, I don't have enough time, because they and they really are like, I mean, they're really packed in their schedule. This is what sometimes they can do in those moments. Correct. And sometimes they'll say to me, I'm so I'm so exhausted, I can't sleep. I don't know if you understand that phrase, yeah, but I no, get it from the physician. Me all the time. I'm so tired, and, but yet I can't go to sleep. Yes. Right. So yep. then use those moments 
to work on or to give a little focus, like Jen said, focus earlier, to put the focus and the, and the, the light on these type of things where you dream a little bit and you envision and you tap into your intuition, that will actually, believe it or not, sometimes that could make you not only just give you the, the energy in a positive way, but it actually could make you fall asleep because you're listening to your inner guidance, which puts, gives you a kind of peaceful feeling, and then you're like, oh, okay, and now I could go to sleep. Right. Makes sense. I'm going to try it for sure. Okay. All right. Now, uh, for the second quarter, uh, there's very few of what we call the transits, you know, that, that thing that was so packed in the first quarter, but there's there's more of the background stuff. So I'm going to give you the transits first. Um, there are possible issues concerning emotional needs. Uh, the task is to remain calm and take the middle road uh, rather than giving in to temper or extremes, or rather than, you know, giving in completely, you know, okay. and letting yourself be a doormat. I don't get the feeling that's a problem for you, being a doormat. So. No, not anymore. <laughs> but, okay. I mean, but it's important to, you know, when they arise, you know, it's for a reason. So, okay. you know, they need to be addressed. But um, it's it's better if you can avoid, say, having a tantrum, you know, Okay. It, it, you know they're 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 open for discussion. You know, and there's there's energy for exploring them and talking about them. Okay. So now I also see something interesting that might indicate, um, in terms of your job, career, professional development, whatever, you might there might be an event that has an effect on you, or you might meet a person of power who has some influence. Okay. Uh, so just just be aware that something like that might happen and, um, you know, and don't sort of let it pass you by if it does. Okay. It's, it's, it's a fairly transient thing and it's, it's not easy to interpret, but that's sort of what I'm seeing. Okay. Hmm. That's interesting. Very interesting, uh, configuration of, of planet. Hmm. And it's happening in your, in your sort of career sector in your chart. Okay. Wow. I know. Now, I have I have more of the, the sort of long-term background energy stuff here. There's more of this than there was in the first chart. Uh, but there's energy for change. And there's okay. a task to focus on the work at hand and rely okay. on your own resources. I, I think, you know, you want to guard against too many distractions. And okay. take time for self-care. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a big one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I have struggled with that uh, all the time. <laughs> I yeah, uh, we all do. We all do. But that, but you can't really care for somebody else, you know, if you're not at your best. Right. Very true. Yeah. So um, so here's a time, you know, when that's something you want to turn your focus to. Okay. You know, just kind of, in some way, turn your attention to it. You know, and that will sort of, you know, carry you along. You know, okay. just give it some attention. Give it some attention. You don't have to do everything all at once. You don't have to spend two hours in the bubble bath or anything like that. Right. So just, you know, turn your attention to the idea of self-care. Maybe write down a few things you'd like to do that would make you feel good. Right. You know, and that that's, you know, turning your attention towards it. So let me just, from a law of attraction standpoint, tell you what take time for self-care, from a, for, especially for people that are super busy. Again, since I work with physicians, believe me, I get it, right? <laughs> so um, one of the things that you could do is 
you know, self-care can look like many different things. Self-care could just be taking the moment to breathe, to really breathe, not just, you know, you, you, you go off, you close the door in the bathroom and you breathe in th- three times in a row. Breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. And you do it. That doesn't take very long, but you'd be amazed at how much that could reset how you actually feel. So that's number one. And it's a very deep breath in. That's one thing. The other thing is a gratitude journal. So if you had like a little pretty journal, I don't know if you like this, certain colors you like, maybe purple with hearts or something like that, and you had a little journal that maybe on those moments, even when you're in the bathroom, you see, this is great because I know that everybody goes to the bathroom, right? Well, if I don't lock the door, I don't even get that time to myself. Well, lock the door. (laughs) And then, you know, you could actually just write in the journal, even if you just wrote one thing down every day. You know, this is what I'm grateful for. Okay. So that's another thing that would be self-care. And then even when it comes to, I know that maybe like exercise, it could be hard to fit in that. But even if you just did one thing, you know, you just kind of broke it down into little tiny things. Well, okay, once for 10 minutes, like this woman that I mentioned to you that's 150 pounds overweight, you know, she's just like, just 10 minutes is something that is a big progress for her. So. I, she just told me this last session she did within the two weeks, she did three times the elliptical, only 10 minutes. Now, to other people, they might judge that as that's not enough. Right. But for her, that was huge. Right. So, again, little baby steps, chunk it down. Even if you gave your, yourself a, I got to go walk outside for five minutes, just give me some time. And you walked for five minutes outside, that's self-care too. Yeah. 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 I've been trying to work on all those things. So it's very true. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, there's a double dose of excitement and new experiences. Um, you might feel an urge for freedom, you know, okay. which is good. Uh, because that, well, you know, that urge for freedom will aid in, you know, unloading all that baggage we were talking about. You know, it right. just makes it, it makes it easier when you have sort of the, the energy and motivation uh, stay flexible and roll with the changes, you okay. know, which I think is, is good advice in general, you know, but it looks like there's going to be a lot of interesting stuff happening this year. Oh, you good. Know. Okay. So yay. I know. Right? Yay. Except for <laughs> what we've all been through the last few years, you know, we could use some fun and excitement. Absolutely. Uh, and, and, yeah. And again, there's energy for focus, especially on um, concrete practical actions towards your goals. Okay. You know, and I think, Marie, do you want to talk a little bit about inspired action here? Yeah, one of the things, uh, Lisa, that I teach my clients is that you don't take action if it feels like a should. And a lot of people do that. In other words, a lot of people go, well, I should do this. I should do that towards my goals. You know, I should. But what they don't, re- they don't realize, first you should stop shooting all over yourself, ha, ha, ha. Um, <laughs> but what they don't realize is that that's why things get procrastinated. That's why things never get done because there's not a really joy. Do it, but you think you should do it. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I've worked with co- when you want to. And also that it's inspired, like you're almost excited to do it. So that's yeah. why, like, I even make my business, you know, there's been many business coaches who have told me, well, you have to do it this way. You have to do it that way. And to yeah. me, it didn't resonate with me. So right. I do things that only light me up, that I get a little like, ooh, I'm kind of excited to do this. Right. Just that's like these, these sessions that I'm doing with Jen, these are fun. They're right. not shoulds. 
Right. Right. So just remember that. And also, when I said before about writing stuff down, you know, if you don't feel like you have any time to write stuff down, you could even just think it in your head. Like uh, sometimes I'll be in bed and maybe I'll have going on a gratitude rampage in my mind. Like I'll just right. go, okay, I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for that. And then sure as shit, I'm falling asleep because the gratitude rampage made me feel at peace and I was able to sleep. Right, okay. So you could do these things in your head, too. Okay. okay. Yeah. Good tips, good tips, yes. Okay, okay great. great. Uh, moving on to the third quarter, July, August, and September, uh, starts out with uh, a task, and I don't think this is a difficult one, employ moderation in all things. Uh, consideration okay. and discernment are necessary before upending everything. You know, just, just um, I would just sort of guard against uh, impulsiveness. Impulsive. That's all. Okay. Uh, there's opportunities for enhancing your social life, uh, mutually beneficial friendships, possibly clubs and organizations. It's a great way to meet people. It also looks like if you have any inkling to get involved with activism or social justice, you know, whatever that means to you, uh, there's energy for that. You know, and again, it's a good way, you know, if you feel like you, you need to expand your horizons and get out and meet people, you know, that right. that would be a terrific, terrific way to do it. And you don't necessarily have to sort of take the lead. You know, there are plenty of, you know, organizations you can join. There are clubs you can join, even online, you know. Okay. So uh, that would be a, a great way to um, expand your horizons. There's another aspect for uh, luck, lucky in love and life time of uh, optimism and good fortune, take advantage of opportunities that arise. You know, again, you know, when you see something, it's time to kind of turn your attention to it and go, oh, that, that could be really beneficial. Okay. Um, you also want to employ persistence and optimism in the face of challenges. You know, in fact, you could just make that persistent optimism. I often tell Maria that I'm stubbornly optimistic. It's like I, I just can't help it. You know, so right. so if you can find a way to engage that, sort of knowing that everything's going to work out, you know, that would go a long way. You know, you don't, you just don't want to fold in the face of adversity. You know, because right. we're not here for that. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Sense. Uh, there's uh, one more background influence for the third quarter. This one's really um, exciting to me. There's energy for profound positive transformation of relationships. Um, there's also energy for altering your perspectives in profound ways, you know, the way you see things. And that could change your life, you know, life-altering perspectives. Okay. So that, that's kind of going on in the background. So it, it might be subtle, you know, but you might, you know, find that things are changing for the better, you know, okay. as you employ uh, some of the things Maria and I are talking about today. Okay. And I'm going to say something that one of the things that has helped me profoundly in my journey of life so far and with the bumps is that to have this unwavering faith 
yeah. that all is going to be well, even in the face of adversity. And I can't explain how that, I mean, the depth of how that has profoundly impacted me. You know, from the time that I was diagnosed with MS to a lot of the stuff that goes on with my parents to the journey that I had with growing my business where I wasn't making, I was literally making like zero dollars and, right. you know, used, used up every single bit of my, my retirement money so I had none. I mean, right. those times... It, this unwavering faith that is, it, you know, some people would say you can't even explain it because in the face of what you were going through, how could you have faith? But that's what I leaned back on. And right. I, that's, I think when Jen even says life altering perspective, like to me, that would definitely be a life altering perspective for me in my journey. And I would, I cannot recommend it more to anybody. I mean, Everybody should embrace that unwavering faith if they can really just tap into it. And even in the face of adversity, say, you know what? Things might be really crappy now, but all is going to be well. And if you've noticed, sometimes Liz and I will text and say, all is well. And we're not saying that to kind of patronize. We really do believe that all is going to be well. It will be. You have to believe that. Yes, true. You have to be positive. Yes. Very true. Okay. Okay. All right. So a uh, fourth quarter. Now it's funny. Looking at my notes here, I'm seeing sort of um, even though the the transits are different, I'm seeing themes that are repeating throughout the year. So I think you're going to find this interesting. Uh, fourth quarter, October, November, December. Energy for improving job status or work environment. Doors could open in professional and social circles, and there's opportunities for expanding uh, professional goals. Now. What I mentioned in the third quarter about expanding your social circle, sometimes job opportunities come that way, you know, mm-hmm. just by meeting new people yes, and circulating. True. So that, that's sort of what I'm seeing here, mm-hmm. you know. Okay. Um, there's energy for seeking and finding meaning in life. You know, if you're sort of like, what are we all here for? You know, this is okay. a good time to sort of, you know, cultivate um, – sort of cultivate the desire to, to find out. I mean, we're, that's what we're all asking. You know, why are we here? Uh, it's a good time to recharge your batteries quietly behind the scenes instead of seeking the limelight. You know, again, um, in some of these, let's say you were interested in joining a social group or a professional organization, it's not necessarily the time to jump in and take the lead. You know, okay. you kind of want to ease in and get a feel for it. You know, although... Okay. I wouldn't be surprised if, if you sort of had impulses in that direction. You know, okay. Aries, Aries always wants to take the lead. So if you people aren't doing it right, let me show you how to do it. Yes. <laughs> case, just, just, try, just be aware that, you know, you have those feelings and just kind of, okay. you know, ease back on them a little bit. I mean, okay. you're, you're probably right. <laughs> but right isn't always, you know, what makes the world go right. So, yeah. And then we have... Um, a series of tasks closing out the year, and I, none of these are, are really onerous. Um, employ discretion and restraint, as I mentioned before. Right. Slow down and assess, like I just meant, like I right. mentioned. Um, I don't know if you're inclined towards excess, but this is the time to, to be aware of it and just, you know, take it easy. Okay. So it's like, oh, things are getting a little out of hand, you know, time to make adjustments. Okay. And especially, you know, at the end of the year around the holidays. Yeah, you know, very often there are things we think we have to do because it's the holidays. But you know what? You don't have to do. Okay. You know, it's just 
it, it, it's gotten so out of hand, yeah, the holidays, I that I think everybody individually needs to sort of assess what right. they really want to do and what, what they enjoy. Because I think people are, like, killing themselves shopping and baking and putting on parties. I'm like, you're That's not crazy. enjoying it even. What's the no. point? Exactly. Yeah. Everybody so else that, enjoys, but you really have to enjoy. Exactly. So that that's right. something we'll look at in the fourth quarter there, especially with the holidays coming on. And okay. again, here's a repeating theme. Unload excess baggage. Unload. Take steps to move out of your comfort zone and incorporate right. change uh, and embrace the unknown. Right. Change. Mm-hmm. Um. Here's another one I think we saw a little bit before. Be open to radical changes of mind and perception. You know, keep an right. open mind. Right. You know, that's that's the change in perspective I was just talking about. And also the last one, um, get out of your rut. Change your routine. Uh, I like to say, and this happened with another client we were just talking to, shake it up before it shakes you up. Right. You know, so so make the changes you want you know, instead of having change forced upon you. Right. Okay. That's very true. Yeah. Very true. Boy, and look at that. It's 1057. <laughs> uh, it's one, well, mine is 157. Yes. Yeah. So so is there are there any questions that you have, Lisa? You know, anything about no. your specific life or people in your life that you want to ask uh, Jen from an astrological standpoint? No, she kind of kind of got in there with the let go of the baggage, um, which would mean my two people that are giving me such a hard time. <laughs> um, uh, nothing about uh, anything about maybe my son. My son. Uh, uh, let play. me take a quick look. Well, what's interesting is your <laughs> your son. Um, would be represented by Jupiter in your horoscope, and there's so much good Jupiter stuff going on this year. A lot of the transits I talked about, especially in the first quarter, were uh, Jupiter transits, and they are almost all kind of wildly beneficial. So it looks like things um, could be looking up for your son as well in 2016. Okay. Just, you know, the general influence of uh, Jupiter. Okay. That's good to know. Okay. Yeah. It it also kind of looks like, um, given where Jupiter is in your chart, he's sort of cosmically protected. Mm-hmm. That's a good yeah, Jupiter's in the sign of Cancer in your chart, and uh, Jupiter is what they call exalted in Cancer. It's like okay. his favorite sign to be in, and it's like having a guardian angel. Oh, that's a good thing. I know. Ooh, that, that just gave me yeah. chills. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's there's a degree is. of divine protection going on. I would say. Okay. Wow. That's my dad. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So how how did that feel, Lisa? Very good. It was very interesting. I was very um looking forward to it. And a lot of things she said definitely uh stroke 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 a chord. And um yeah, it it's very interesting. Good. Good. Very okay, good. good luck. Lots to think about. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like it's a very it, it's a really good year, and that's just a good start. Starting with the that you got that job, congratulations! Yes, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited about that. It just makes it easier. I'll be off when he's off, and I don't have to jiggle and worry where am yeah. I going to put him. And it's just 
It makes everything so much easier. I mean, it's not a great amount of money, but it'll pay for something. It'll be money yeah. for my son. It'll, but yet I'll have the time off when he's off, and it, it just makes things a little bit easier. Yeah. yeah so sometimes the flexibility has more value than the actual money. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And you know what? My son will be getting older, and he'll be, uh, you know, growing up and off to college or whatever he's doing for himself, and then I can work more hours and get a different job and work more. But right now, it's yeah. my son is my first priority. Yeah. And yet, here, wait, I do, I agree with that, but yeah, this is the beautiful part by, based on what Jen said, that in those moments where you have time to reflect or focus within, you can always dream about those moments of the future. Yeah. For you yeah. that are that are that are reflecting on what are you going to do once he's you know once he comes to University of Oregon and plays for the fo- football duck team. <laughs> what am I going to do? I need to get a job. Yeah. <laughs> but you know that's that's what I want you to realize that you can always affirm. There's always enough time to dream. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to. You have to have dreams. But no, it was very interesting. I enjoyed it very much. Oh, good. good. I'm so glad. I really Excellent. Did. Well, let me do this. Um, while you're still here, let me just uh, end the recording just to make sure everything went well. All right, hold on a second. Okay. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 